Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Lamed in Sukkah. <clears throat> Yesterday we uh, learned the first piece, but the idea, just to review, we're talking about mitzvah babaveir. The question of the Gemara was, Mishnah said lulavagolazovayabish puzzle that if it's stolen, if you have a stolen or a dried up lulav, it's puzzle. So we understand. If it's dried up, it's not hadar. It's supposed to be something of beauty, of glory, that glorifies God's name. But if it's stolen, what's the problem? On the first day of Yontif, we understand, because it has to be yours. It's supposed to be yours on the first day. If it's, if it's stolen, no good. But the other days, when we only take the lula of Zecher, Lamikdash, it's only a drabonam. Why is it that guzzle is no good? Uh, if it's, so what if it's stolen? So it, uh, there's no rule that it has to be yours. So it's a Gemara because it's a mitzvah baba veira. It's a mitzvah that came through the agency of doing an aveira. If you stole money and then you gave it to the poor, that's an aveira that you did. It's, an, it's a mitzvah you did through an aveira. Why is that a problem? The Pesach says in Malachi, Shnema if you're going to bring me a carbon that's stolen or that's a lame or that's sick, uh, well, I like that. So will I like something like that, said God to the people? And the comparison is between guzzle and piseach. Just like piseach, a per, a per, uh, an animal that's lame, that's handicapped, cannot be fixed. The same way guzzle is something that can't be fixed. What do you mean guzzle can't be fixed? Gemara says, before Yish, I understand. If, he, if the owner hasn't given up, fine. But after Yish, we learn in Baba Kama that if, a, if you steal something from somebody and they give up owner and they give up on it, they give up hope of any, uh, any hope of retrieving it, and that's followed. Some say that's alone is good enough for ownership, that you can get title to it just by him giving up. But the general opinion is that you have to have something else, as we'll see on Amit Beis, Shini Hashem, Shini Maisa, or uh, you have to do some change, or Shini Rishus, it's got to change possessions somehow. So if that's the case, says the Gemara, Bishlam Elifnei years, the Gemara said in the sixth line on this page, and Daflamid, Aram Kiyakumikemam Rachmana, Hashem said, if it's, if it's, it's got to be yours, right? And before Yish, it's not yours, it belongs to the owner. After he's given up, with the man giving up, giving it up, and presumably, maybe it changed possessions also, Lav, even if you even if you hold that shini that yish uh, kadik yish alone is good enough, let's say there was shini rishus or shini masa did something to the item, it's yours now. What's the problem? Even if it becomes yours, it's still a mitzvah And we explained that according to the rabbis who said that a sukkah, that a sukkah, everybody agrees that a sukkah cannot be stolen. Meaning that if you use the stolen sukkah, that's not good. Now we're going to see in tomorrow's daf, we'll see this a little bit that, that's qualified somewhat. But the general idea is if it's stolen, you can't use it. It says, So why do I need a pasuk if we have mitzvah bavera? So we explained yesterday that it could be that that's only mitzvah bavera is only a problem if you yourself stole it and then you did something, you performed a mitzvah with something that you yourself did. But if somebody else did an avera, with it, mitzvah veiros through somebody else's veiros, and then you did it, baby, that doesn't apply to you. So if somebody else stole a sukkah, and then you used it, it could be that it's not considered mitzvah veiros, therefore even the pasuk of l'chad still got to be yours. You, that, that's why the l'chad teaches that it can't be stolen at all. 
Not that it has to be yours. You could be also somebody else's, right? You could be an invited guest. You could borrow somebody's sukkah. But when it comes to sukkah, it can't, you can't be in a stolen sukkah. Even if you yourself didn't steal it. If you yourself stole it, it's mitzvah of Avera, as we're saying now. But if, if you hold that's a Daraisa. If mitzvah of is only drabbanan, it's only as far as drabbanan, so you can understand that's a drabbanan. Chagasus lachal is a Daraisa. But even if you say mitzvah of Avera, like Tosus is mashpah here on Daflamid, that mitzvah of Avera is a concept which is a Daraisa, but that could only apply if you actually, maybe that only applies if you stole it, so you can't perform the mitzvah. If somebody else stole it, maybe you could. Kamashma the Pasuk of Chagasukos Taslucha, that on the sukkah itself, it can't be stolen, period. If it's stolen by anybody, it's no good. Maybe that's the shot in the Gemara before. But in any case, we have this concept of mitzvah Vera over here by Lulav, teaching me why is it that I'm not Yodse with a Lulav that was stolen, even if it was a beautiful Lulav, if it was a dried up or an ugly Lulav, fine, then it's no good because of Zechili Vaveo. The rabbis made their laws on the second through the seventh day of Sukkot, just like the first day. It's got to be something that's nice. But if it's stolen, what's the problem? What's the problem? It's not, the, there's no, uh, that you don't have to own it. The answer is, is that, uh, it's uh, not a problem with uh, the Pasuk, but the problem is that it's Mitzvah of Avera. Shoal, if it's borrowed the other days of Sukkot, let's say you, uh, you forgot your Lulav at home, you could use somebody else's, because there's no problem of Lekachtem Lachem. Lekachtem is only beyond Marisham, but the other days of Yom, you could use somebody else's. The problem with the stolen one the other days is that it's a Mitzvah of Avera. So this is where we left off yesterday, about uh, 10 lines down on the page. And again, we learned for a before Shleiman for Yosef Azriel ben Chaim Michal. Om Rabbi Yochanan, about the 10th line down in Daflamid. Om Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Rabshim Ben Yechoi. Now he's also giving us the idea of Mitzvah of Avera. He says, the Pasuk says, Ki ani Hashem o'ev mishpat. Pasuk Yishai says, I am the Lord. I uh, uh, love uh, judgment, proper judgment. Sone gezel ba'ola. I hate stealing when it comes to a carbon ola. And Rashi explains here that it means the olas, if you bring me a carbon ola, a uh, burnt sacrifice, I don't like it when it's stolen, that you steal it and give it to me, even though it all belongs to me anyway. Lashem everything belongs to God. I don't want you to steal it. What's the shot in that? It's all mine anyway. What's the difference? Who's you bring me? I own everything, says God. It's like a like an example with a king who was coming, who was passing through with his entourage, he was passing through, passing by the um, the customs house where you have to pay, you know, you have to pay customs for stuff you bring into the country. I guess the uh, the king also went to Chutzlaritz and stopped at the duty-free shop, whatever, it wasn't so duty-free. Amal he said to his servants, pay them off, pay the, uh, you know, pay the mechas, whatever it is, 5%, 10%, pay the mechas, pay it. They said, What are we paying it to the Beis HaMechas for? What are we paying it to the tax authority? It's all yours anyway. What are you, it's like you're taking it out of one pocket and putting it in the other pocket. Let them, I want to set an example. Let them all learn from me. They won't try to avoid Mechas. Apparently it was a time-honored idea to avoid taxes, even in those days, right? Everybody tried to avoid the taxes. I want to show them that I'm giving taxes, even though I'm giving it to myself, right? But I want to show them the example. right? It's important to take out, like, or why explained that you would pass around the stucco box, even in a school where there's a, a elementary school, teach the kids to give a penny or a pruta into the, into the stucco box, even if it's not a lot of money, but get in the habit of reaching down into your pocket and taking it out. Guy came to a man, said, uh, 
Can you help me out? He says, I, I don't have anything. He says, just give me whatever's in your pocket. Just put your hand in your pocket. Give me whatever's in your pocket. You have no money? Just give me whatever you have. Okay, so he wanted to set an example. I'm showing him, I'm, sh- I'm teaching him a lesson. You should pay. Same thing. I don't like it. I'm teaching him, I don't want your Ola. You say, what do you mean? God belongs to you anyway. What's the difference who, if it's mine or if I stole from somebody else, all belongs to you anyway? No. I want you to learn a lesson and don't take, uh, try to avoid, and, don't, and, and you should avoid stealing. Right? Even though the carbon belongs to me anyway. So this is the same idea that it's, it's a mitzvah of Avera. You, Hashem says, I don't want you to bring a carbon from something that you stole. Or the same idea, Mitzvah Vera. How does Rabbi Yochum Shemachai add on to the previous drasha that, that we learned from Malachi yesterday at the top of the page that Guzzle and Piseach are the same, just like Piseach is not acceptable. Guzzle, even after Yish Bailam, even after you technically own it, technically you have title to it after Yish, but Hashem doesn't want that because it's Mitzvah Vera. So the Ochanir explains that is adding on even an Ola. What does that mean? It could be mitzvah of is where you're getting enough. When you're bringing a carbon, you're going to eat from the carbon also, right? Usually the owner gets to eat from the carbon. So maybe you're bringing something where you may not have enough, so I don't want you to do a mitzvah of under those circumstances. But maybe by a carbon Ola, which is totally burnt, and the person who brings it gets no pleasure from it himself, just bringing it to God. Maybe there, it doesn't apply. No, Hashem is teaching us, I don't want anything that's stolen. Even if you don't have any pleasure, don't bring any carbon to me from something that was stolen. We also see that Ravami says, A dried up lulav is puzzle because it's not pretty. It's not glorif- It's not glorif- uh, glorif- If it's stolen, it's possible because it's a mitzvah The first day, of course, it's possible because it's not yours. But even if you got title to it, it's a mitzvah of So that's the concept of mitzvah that we say over here. And again, we say it seems to be a machlokes and the shonim, whether that's a drabanan or a deraisa. Even if it's a deraisa, though, we'll see smashma, like I said before, that the issue is when you yourself did the avera, you can't do the mitzvah with that very self same item. And we'll see a shot in Rashi also, it seems to indicate that. Pleaded Rav Yitzchak. This argues with Rav Yitzchak. He says that's only in Israel on the first day. Shani, the other days of, of Sukkot, from the seventh, from the second through the seventh days. Since you could be, you can be say the mitzvah drabanan. It's only mitzvah drabanan anyway. With something that's borrowed, if it's not yours, you yotzei the mitzvah lulav. You're also yotzei with a guzzle. So he doesn't hold the mitzvah of Eira. Right? In other words, the other, the other rabbis hold the mitzvah of Eira. This sheet of Rabbi Yitzhak, Barnachmani, Nehemi Shmuel says, no, there is no concept of mitzvah of Eira. You could be also with a stolen one, Lulav also. Mazar of Nachmai Yitzhak, Lulav, the Mishnah says, what? That if it's stolen or if it's dried up, it's puzzle. Hashaul kosher. It's mashma that if it was borrowed, it's okay. Amos, when are we speaking about? When, when is a borrowed Lulav okay? Misha says guzzel and yavish, and the Bryce also says that guzzel and yavish, stolen or dried up. Again, dried up is not hadar. Guzzle, it's not yours. Wait a minute. It's only if it's not yours, only if it's stolen. But if it's borrowed, it's okay. Right? Hashal Amos, what are we speaking about? Elam Yantav Rishon. If it's the first day of Yantav, it's got to be yours. It can't be, it can't be borrowed either on the first day. It's not yours. Elamaya must be. They were speaking about Yantav Shani the other days of, of Sukkot. 
where we're saying that Shoal is okay, because it says, Vayavish Pussel, it's Mashmah that borrowed is okay. Can't be the first day, because borrowed is no, gain, no good on the first day. It's got to be yours. Elamai, we're speaking about the other days. And the other days, Shoal is okay, and still we say, Guzzle is not okay. Victoria Guzzle Pussel. Why? Lachar, because Mitzvah Vavera, like we've explained till now, this is the difficult. This is difficult the question on Rav Yitzchak Barnachmani, in the name of Shmuel, who says there's no problem with guzzle, no problem with mitzvah of Avera. Mar Mishitz Mashma, that there is a problem with mitzvah of Avera. Because Lulavah Guzzle, speaking about the other days of, of, of Sukkot, because if it was the first day of Sukkot, Shoal would also be no good. Amarava, or the Gears of Amaravashi, Olam be unto No. The Mishnah is really speaking about the first day of Sukkot. Velomi boy comer, certainly Shoal is no good. Velomi boy, Shoal, the lovely day. Certainly Shoal is not yours. Why? Because you can't be Yotzi with Shoal because it's not yours. You're not Yotzi Lechem. If you borrowed somebody's loop, it's not yours. Avul Gazel, but if you stole it, but if you stole it, you might assume that when, some, when you steal something from somebody, not you burgled it, but you robbed it from him. You took it from him by force. And he couldn't object. Obviously, uh, he gives up on it. He says, well, he's not going to get it back. This guy stole it from him. You might assume that what, he gave up on it, and therefore it's yours. Right? It's yours, Yishbalim Shareb Fanavagosa says Rashmi So therefore you might think you're really talking about the first day, but the first day certainly shows is no good, it's not yours. But if it's stolen, you might say, Well, he gave up on it, and it's yours now. So it is Lachem. And therefore you would think that what? it's like it's his and you're Yotse. Kamashmullah and the Mishnah, no, then you're not Yotse with that. Not because mitzvah Baba Veira, not because of that. Rashi says, Even until you hear Befevish that he gave up, you're not calling Now he grabbed it from me. Then tomorrow, I'm, of course, I'll report it to the authorities and I'll take him to court and I'll get it back. So maybe that's the shot. So that's what we mean over here. Lulava Gazel Yavish Puzzle on the first day. Isn't it obvious? Oh, Shaul is obvious, not yours. But Gazel, you might think it, you might say that Gazel, if it's stolen, it's really yours because the guy gave up. We don't say that. We don't say it. if it's stolen, he didn't give up on it. And therefore, the problem in Lulav Aguzel is that it's not yours. Not because of Mitzvah Avera, because this sheet of Rav Yisrael Barachmani, the name of Shmuel, doesn't hold to be a Mitzvah Avera. Amr Ravuna Lahanu Avankri. Ravuna told these merchants, these traders, who used to trade, you know, there are always people who sell you the Hoshanas, the Hadassim, the Myrtles. So he told these traders, these tradesmen who would acquire these from the Goyim, when you buy the myrtles from the goyim, don't you cut them down yourself. Why? Let them cut them down. And then they will give them to you as we purchase from them. In other words, you dealers who buy from the goyim, you buy from the goyim, the goyish farmers, let's say, when you buy from them, let them cut them down and give them to you. Why, Taima? Most Islam of you assume they steal karka. Rosh learns they steal from the Jews. As much as if they steal from the Goyim, it's not considered stolen, it's not a problem of Gezalakim. Other Rishonim learn differently, but you have to assume that these people that you're buying from have stolen the land. The karka and Exelus. There's a machlokes in Babakama whether karka is stolen or not. The Rabban hold karka cannot be stolen. Even though, and as you steal it, you're, you're squatting on it, you take it over, but it's still, it never becomes yours. It's not like Metaltlan that if he gives up hope, Shinimaisa, no, Kark is not stolen. So therefore, it still belongs to the original Jews, the way Rashi learns who owned it. Right? Hilkach, right, it's not stolen. Therefore, you're, you're taking stolen property. 
Therefore, let the Goyim cut it down. Therefore, the Jews who owned the land, and it was stolen from them by these, let's say, Koyesha farmers, they'll be Miyayish on the myrtles that are cut down while it's in the hands of the Goyim, of the farmers, the Goyesha farmers. And then when they sell them to you, they're Shina Rishus. So therefore, you own them now because you bought them from the Goyim. Even if the Goyim that you bought them from, the farmers that you bought it from, stole it. So when they stole it, they stole the land. When they cut it down, there's Yish Bailam there from the owner. And when then you buy it from them, there's Shina Rishus. Right, so therefore, you own it. I. what about Mitzvah Baba Vera? So here Rashi says... Here Rashi says that what Yish Kedi is Lokani, even if it is Khan, Rashi about five, six lines down in the narrow lines. Even if you say what? That they, they acquired it's Mitzvah If you cut it down yourself and you stole it, if you cut it down from the Chubber, you're Gosem, and then there's Mitzvah so you see over here the same concept I said before. Rashi Smash right? He says, listen, you you should you guys, you traders, you merchants in Myrtles and Hadassim, make sure when you buy from the Goyim that they cut it down. So the Rashina Rishus and the Rishus, and then when and then when they sold it to you, there was there was a there was Yush Bailam rather in the in their Rishus when the farmers, the Goyim had it. And then when they sold it to you, the Shin Rishus, so now you've acquired it. It's still Mitzvah Babavera, is it not? Yes. But it's not a problem for you. The Avera was done by the Goyim, not by you. Right? And therefore, Mitzvah Avera, you see, is only if you did the Avera, not if somebody else did the Avera. This, of course, goes to the concept, the general concept today. You could apply this today. People always say, well, you know, this great Jewish or whatever uh, great institution was given money by this great uh, rich family, but we all know how the rich family made their money, right? You know, did they make the money honestly? Uh, is the is the uh, the hospital or the uh, Jewish institution supposed to check into the records exactly how they made their money? How's that going to work? You know, so is that not mitzvah baba aveira? The answer is it's not your problem. They did the aveira, you didn't do the aveira. That's a Rashi ones. That seems to be the shot of many. So the Gemara Sefer, that's what he told them. He told them he told the traders make sure they cut it down because if you cut it down, it may be a mitzvah baba aveira because you're stealing it directly from the owners of the land who are. Jews, let's say, and land can't be stolen. So Rafuna told the, the, these people, so I think Marsov Sov, Kigazu Avankri, so what? What if the merchants cut it down themselves? Still there be Yish Bailam in the hands of the of the merchants if they cut it down. When we buy, we the consumers buy from these merchants, these Jewish merchants, they'll have Shin Rishus. So we'll also not have a problem with Sabavera. Why do Rafuna say, listen, make sure that the Gaim cut it down? And then there won't be a problem. Even if they cut it down, even if they themselves cut it down, when they sell it to us, the Yish Bayon will be in their Rishus when they cut it down. And when they sell it to us, there's Shina Rishus, that still we won't have a problem. It's Bavavera. It's Lotzricha. Boshana, Devankri, Gefire. We're talking about the Evankri. These traders are Jews. They themselves need Oshanas, right? So we're talking about when, he says, when, you, when you buy from them, you're right. If you're sure that the myrtles that you buy, that you're buying from them, you're going to be reselling, there won't be a problem if you cut them down yourself. Right? Even though it's bad because you're stealing, but let the guy be the ones who are stealing. We don't know for sure, but the stam, we assume that they're stealing. Let them steal. He says, but the question was, technically, even if the merchants themselves cut it down, there's Yish Malam in their Rishus, and then when they sell it to the consumers, there's Shina Rishus, there's no problem. The answer is, 
the the traders, these merchants themselves, they have to use Ashanas also. They also need a dasim. So if they only dasim, they won't they won't be Shina Rishus. They'll only be Yishbalim and not Shina Rishus. And therefore they're coming out, they would be using stolen merchandise, directly stolen, mitzvah Avera. Wait a minute. What about the fact that the Shinimaisa, why? Because when you take the myrtles, what do you do? You bind them together, right? We don't bind them together with the Lulav and with the and with the Aravas, right? We bind them together. So what's what's the issue over here? Right? So these uh, myrtles, right, we, we bind them together and then there's a Shinimaisa. So even if there's even if they themselves just do the Yish Bailam, there's also Shinimaisa when you tie them together. So be kona that way. So what do you need anything else for? Even if it wasn't changed into Rishos, and as if they buy for themselves, they buy for themselves. There's Yish Bailam and their Rishos. And they do a Shinimaisa, they acquire it right then. So it's He holds that doesn't have to be bound together. We hold all through all the all the four minim together, but that doesn't need a binding there. And therefore, you didn't really do anything by, by tying him together. You just made it convenient. Even if you hold that it needs it, I get It's not a permanent change. You're just tying it together. You can untie them also. And therefore, therefore, you're not toning it that way. So, um, I don't know if this really answers the Shini, uh, the shini Maisa. Even if you did a Shini Maisa, so you acquire it, but there would still be Mitzvah of But the point is that that the acquisition at least would be in there, totally in their Rishos. Says the Gemara, Why don't you require with Shin Hashem to me, before it was a myrtle, right? Before it was a, a myrtle. Bahashta, Hoshana, now it's called Hoshana, right? Now it's, now it's called Hoshana. He says here, Hoshana, Karli, Hashem, Shurigil, Ogdom, Hoshana, Bechag. So originally it was called a myrtle, now it's called uh, Hoshana. So that's a different name. The answer is Mikar Nami also Hoshana Korolei. Originally, they also called out Hoshana. In other words, you know, we call them Aravos, we call them Adasim, we call them Hoshanas, because uh, we use them on Hoshana, we, we tie them together for, for the Hoshanas on the Chag, so we call it Hoshanas. But it's just a general word. The word is the same before and afterwards. It wasn't like originally it was called, it was called a Myrtle. Now it's called Hoshana. It was called Hoshanas before. Usually Hoshanas we refer to as the Aravos, but whatever, the name is used interchangeably. Fine. Okay. So therefore, we understand the process over here, and we understand Mitzvah of Avera, and we also understand that Mitzvah of Avera is only when you perform the Avera. If you perform the Avera and somebody else performed the Mitzvah, it could be that the Mitzvah of Avera does not apply. All right, tomorrow's daf starts over here, but we'll learn a few more lines because we have a few minutes. Tan Rabbanim, Sukkah Gzula, a stolen Sukkah. Now again, differentiate between a Sukkah and a Lulav. A Lulav on the first day cannot be, has to be yours. It can't be stolen, it can't be borrowed. It's got to be yours. A sukkah can be, doesn't have to be yours. We said that before. Rabbi Lezer holds it has to be yours. Right? He says the sukkah has to be yours. You can't borrow somebody else's. That's Rabbi Lezer. We don't hold the way we hold. You could use somebody else's sukkah. As we know, we're all guests. People go use other, other people's sukkahs. They have a shul sukkah, whatever. It doesn't have to be yours. Right? However, even the Rabbanans say it can't be stolen. Right? Because you can't be a stolen one. Right? And we said, why? is It's Mitzvah Overa anyway. Maybe if somebody else stole it, you could use it. Mitzvah wouldn't apply, or maybe Mitzvah is only a concept of Rabbanan and Chagosugosaslacha that it can't be stolen as a concept of Raisa, even if, like the Rabbanan would say that you could use somebody else's sukkah, but you can't use a stolen sukkah. You're not using a stolen sukkah. So now we talk a little bit about those details. Tan Rabbanan. 
sukkah gzula, if you stole a sukkah, or masach b'shesharam, or you made a sukkah in b'shesharam, which is also you're stealing from the public. You can't make a sukkah in b'shesharam because you're stealing the land from the public, right? So Rabbi Lezer Pulsar says you're not yotzi with such a sukkah. The chacham machshirin, the chum say it's kosher. Now I said before that everybody agrees, even the Rabbanon say you can't use a stolen sukkah. Here he says you could use a stolen sukkah. What's going on? The machlokas is where you literally kick the other guy out of a sukkah. You came in with a gun and you said, get out of the sukkah, I'm using your sukkah. You, you beat him and you took him out of a sukkah. For a blessed goes according to his far You're not yotze with somebody else's. You've got to have your own sukkah. If karka is stolen, and that's how he tackles, or blessed holds karka could be stolen. So sukkah gzuli. Uh, it's a stolen sukkah. You're not yotze. Inami karka. Even you say, wait a minute. The sukkah, anything attached to Rashi says in the fourth line, something attached to the ground is like part of the ground. So if you say karka is not stolen, so it's, the sukkah is not stolen, can't be stolen, and somebody else's, but sukkah shauli, it's not mine, right? Even if I can't steal it, because you can't steal karka, you can't steal a sukkah, if it's attached, you can't steal a sukkah, but it's not mine, it's somebody else's, right? So sukkah shauli, and Reb Lezer holds that it has to be yours. Remember the sukkah, Reb Lezer holds like, like, just like the lulav has to be yours the first day, it can't be borrowed or stolen. The same meal as a sukkah, all seven days, cannot be stolen, cannot be borrowed. That's for Blezashita. But the Rabbanan say, it's kosher. What's going on? For Rabbanan, to my daughter, they say, you could be somebody else's sukkah. The karka ain't an exelus. That's how the chum hold, that karka is not stolen. Rashi points out that the truth is, right, um, that the Rabbanan go according as far that the old karka is not stolen. That's the sheet of the Rabbanan. Rabbi Lezer really holds that karka could be stolen. The Gemara just offers it as an option over here, even though karka is not stolen, sukkah to show that Rabbi Lezer holds that, a, that the sukkah cannot be borrowed or stolen. But the Rabbanans say karka is not stolen. So if the karka is not stolen, whose sukkah am I in? I'm in somebody else's sukkah. If I kick the other guy out of the sukkah, I'm in his sukkah. So what? You can't steal it. The sukkah shuli, I'm borrowing it. I'm borrowing it against his will, but I'm borrowing it. And therefore, I'm yotzei. Avo, that's the machlok. Raman said, "Listen, if I go into somebody else's sukkah and I take a gun or I, I kick him out of the sukkah and I use his sukkah, I didn't steal the sukkah. Karka can't be stolen. I'm borrowing it. Borrowed sukkah is okay, just like if he invited me. Avol gozel eitzim sichem belet. That's where you, where you literally kick the guy out of his sukkah, or you or you built a sukkah and just rob him. You can't steal the karka, so you're just using somebody else's property, which is okay. You can use somebody else's sukkah." Let's say you built, you stole wood and you built a sukkah. Even Rabbi Lezer says there's no problem with that. I isn't a Here, no. I acquired the eitzim. I acquired them by your. You were miyayish. I changed rishus. Whatever. I stole the eitzim. And even if you say that I didn't, that I didn't really acquire them, I don't have to return them because we have a cloud of takanas hashavim, which says. That if I stole a beam and I built it into a house, and the house is now worth a million dollars, the beam is worth forty dollars. I don't have to wreck the whole house to return the beam. Right? I can just pay him the value, give him the forty dollars. That's called takanas hashem. The rabbi said, otherwise people won't do tshuva. I'm not going to wreck a whole million dollar house to give you back a forty dollar beam. So here also, since I built the sukkah already, the sukkah is worth a lot of money, or it's it's a lot of tircha. I just have to pay you for the eights, and that's all I have to do. Okay, so therefore, and here even Rabbi Lezer says that you could be out, say, with the sukkah. The sukkah is yours because, you know, you can keep the wood and uh, you didn't really steal a sukkah. You stole wood and the wood is yours now. As Rabbi said, just pay him and that's it. 
But didn't we just say, how do we know this is what it's speaking about? That when you kick the guy, it's like, I mean, my midic tony, do me the rishisarabim. It's like rishisarabim, my rishisarabim, karkalavi, the kark is not yours. So kanami, love karkadidei. We're talking about where the sukkah doesn't belong. It's not in your, it's not in your karka. It's, 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 it's on his land, right? So kanami, love karkadidei. It's not yours. Why? Because you can't steal it. You can't steal karka. And therefore the sukkah, if I kicked you out of your, uh, if he, out of your sukkah, I can't steal it. Okay. So therefore, wait a minute, what did we just say here? We said, okay, if, I, if you steal a sukkah, Rabbi says you're not Yodzeh, right? You're not Yodzeh, you steal a sukkah, kick out of a sukkah, it's got to be yours. can't be stolen or borrowed. The Rabbanan say, it's okay, because you can't steal a sukkah anyway, all you're doing is borrowing it. So where did the Rabbanan say a, a stolen sukkah is no good? The Rabbanan said before, also agreed that, a, what is Chag HaSukkah's Taslacha? It doesn't have to be yours, but it can't be stolen. So we just said over here, if it's stolen, you can't steal anything, right? You can't steal karka. So Rashi explains what is the case then according to Rabbanan where say you can't use it, you're not yotzeh with a stolen sukkah. If the sukkah was, let's say, on a wagon or on a ship where it's not on the karka. You stole it, you stole somebody's sukkah on the, on the ship or on a wagon. You, you kicked him out of the sukkah and you stole it from him. There it could be stolen. If it's stolen there, it's not karka. Therefore, karka ain't an exelus, but on a ship or on a wagon, you stole the whole wagon, let's say, and you stole it from him. That's stolen, and that's why you're not saying a sukkah like that, because that's a stolen sukkah. A stolen sukkah, everybody agrees, is no good. You're not say with that. A borrowed sukkah, the rabbis say you could. You could use somebody else's sukkah, even if I borrowed it against his will, but I borrowed it as long as it's still his, I didn't steal it. But if I stole a sukkah, like a sukkah on a ship or on a wagon or a portable sukkah or on a car, something like that, then I'm not Yotze with that sukkah. All right, the rest of this stuff, including the top of the dot that we just learned, is on the uh, podcast, Amir Hashem. On Monday, on the Sunday, we'll pick it up from the bottom of Shabbos's daf. The last two lines on tomorrow's daf starts with Niktam Rosho. Two lines from the bottom of the page of the two dots. We'll start there on Sunday, Amir Hashem. Shabbat Shalom, Lekulam. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom.